Yeah. Coming through, signals clear. Aw, oh, yeah. It's Geo Cash Talk. Woo! It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness. Big thanks to Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, for our new opening and our featured patrons, Three Happy Campers, Team Ewart, Atreides, 78723, Logwork, Mikaput, TT0, TTO2, 0 Ridland Kid, 0 0 I'll get it right, Geocaching Adam, Thumper G, and TX Care Bear. Oil Bear 125 and our new patrons, Demac 04, OLB 1992, CP 590, Swifty Golden, the Pizza Ninja, and we are welcoming back Geocache. Gia Cash. Let's say it just right. It's not Geocache, it's Gia Cash. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron Heart on the front page of the Geocache Talk website. Or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. I'm still holding on. Look at that. Mine's special. This is a limited edition. Oh, it's wow. Look at that one. Wait, wait, wait. It's a magic wait. invisible one. That's clear. Look at that. Yeah, that's cool. a clear version. That's pretty sweet. I need one of those. <laughs> Um, and then of course for this year, um, what we're doing for the, uh, lock and lock and the golden ammo can subscribers, that's the $5 and the $10. Uh, I should mention, cause I never really talk about those folks. Those are the ones at these other, the other levels, they get the blackout coin and mm -hmm. they can get one of any of the new ones. Ooh, there you go. Build the collection up. So, Plus, you know, obviously, other stuff as the year goes on. Oh yeah, we generally send them one of our brand new books when they come out. And hey, Chad, all look at that, that one. Fun stuff. That one's cool. I like that one. You like that I one? Need one of those too. Oh, what is that one? I didn't know we kept that in the collection. That's the best one out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm showing the gadget talk one. Uh, bounce, I'm not being biased or anything, right? <laughs> bounce bounces. Bounce bounces with us tonight to talk about the. Uh, making caches and we're going to talk about lots of different things a little bit about obviously what's coming up next week but um thanks chad for being on with us tonight oh yeah thanks for having me absolutely um always love having folks on the from the network on um <laughs> jeff it's so shiny <laughs> yeah they do those they are look sweet and yes tom's right if you support for a thousand dollars we will come fix you dinner <laughs> um that nobody a, would want me to come fix him dinner that's a guarantee that would not be edible but he'll come lift your car for you but i can't 
I'll bring you Uber Eats. How about that? <laughs> That's about all I'm qualified for. And thank you, Jinxer, that you've paused for the pause the Avalanche game to log hey, in. That's, that's dedication right there. Uh, I know there's something else going on. Please do not talk about what's going on on the uh, gridiron because I am taping it for later because, you know, geocache talk. Come on. So just want to point out that you're probably not actually using tape to do that anymore. You may want to move well, on to other kind of expression now. It's a colloquial, I guess it's a colloquialism. I'm Unless you actually are, and please tell us the story <laughs> if you're still using a VCR. No. I'm sure no. there's someone out there that is. No, you know what? They may be. They may be, and I'm, more power to them. But actually, mine's pretty They also cash with a GPS. So. Right. Yeah, those people, yeah. I'm still probably, I'm probably old school nowadays because um, I actually have a DVR, which most people just use the, the cloud to, to do that. Yeah. For whatever service they have. It reminds me, have you seen the commercial? I guess a Geico commercial where they say if you printed out directions on how to get to the seminar, you're in the right place. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to help people not turn into their parents. I've seen those. I love that commercial. Oh, see, Tom, see, there you go. You just proved our point. Tom is incredibly old ancient so glad he's still alive but he still uses a gpsr so but that's for another show um okay where was i oh uh, bonus content yes absolutely invites to special events only for patrons support level start at as little as 10 cents a day oh there's a trick to the way i've said that <laughs> it's just a dime a day well, let's jump go. right into show 232 as we discuss, go forth and create. Go forth and create geocaches. So, but before that we definitely be the theme of this year, right? We don't know if events are going to happen. We do know you can still hide geocaches. So, yeah. Well, depending on where you are in the world, yes, events are a little bit of a of a problem. A, yeah. And down here in Texas, we have them every week. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all better hope you don't get the pandemic like the rest of the world. <laughs> nah, we're fine. We just rub a little dirt on it. We're good. Uh, so we got some news though to do first. Here we go. So a couple things that we want to cover. Um, why don't we start with the bottom part? Yeah. So Jesse, you want to talk about? GC8 neat. Yes. So uh, because some parts of the world outside of Texas are not necessarily able to have a bunch of events right now, headquarters has uh, one of their big movements has always been to try to promote CEDOs and cleaning up the earth. And that's kind of frowned upon in some areas right now, getting together. So they made another version of the locationless cache, which is yep. very cool. And uh, essentially what it is, you've probably all seen it now. It, it's convenient that they got their own GC code, the personalized GC code for this. So GC8 NEAT. That's just random. Of course they can't, they can't fix that. But uh, yeah, now it's, so it's a locationless cache. So many of us don't have that icon. Uh, most of us newer cachers don't have that icon. Uh, they brought it out with signal last year. So this is the second chance to get it. Um, I will, it doesn't start till a week after CashCon. Yep. February 6th. 
Um, I will definitely be doing this. And the Cedo thing is cool anyway. We usually host, we've hosted a dozen or more, mm-hmm. more, actually more than that, Cedos. I think that's always a good event to get back in town. Well, this is a virtual version of that. Uh, well, not virtual, but virtual. So yeah. you can do it anywhere. Send in your picture and your write-up, and you can claim the locationless cash. So that's Pretty cool. And if you don't have Washington as a state, it's based in Washington. So now you get a new state out of it. So, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't oh, think that, no? that part that you were good up until that point. Oh, OK. You were good right up until that moment. I can't help it tonight. I just feel like, uh, you know, I should be honest and, and play the bad guy. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to play goofus tonight to Chad and ours. Chad and I's gallant. Well, y'all so are the that- nice guys. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's something that HQ will fix now that you mentioned it, having it location of cast, you can claim Washington as a state. No, 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 no. You got to have an event somewhere. I mean, you got to have it a cache somewhere. It's got to be located somewhere. Yeah, but you, that, you have to be there to. Oh, you know what? There's those challenges out there for finding two caches in different states in one day. <laughs> Ka-ching. Got it. I think that the actual finding of that locationless is just that it's locationless so it says it's in washington dc i'm just saying not dc i mean washington state gc4 beer is now reserved okay (laughs) that's good to know yeah it's 987.4 miles from my house so i'm traveling a lot of distance that day uh yeah no no and back so yeah no no uh so now you got me off what was i talking about I was talking about something else for you. you I'm gonna put all my trackables in it too. Put all your trackables. All my trackables are gonna be in it. <laughs> that was like the when they did the was it April Fools? What, what was oh, it? Oh yeah, they, it was April they, Fools. They did all the five fives all over the universe and stuff. Yeah, and they had one out in the middle of the ocean, and of course everybody was mad because they claimed a find, and then of course they switched them all to write notes. Well, it's like it was just for fun, people. Relax. But I told you about the funny story was is I I took my my travel bug on my mm-hmm. car and stuck it out in the, the ocean. That part was never changed. I got all those miles on there. Not that I care. I don't really follow the my travel bugs, how many miles it's ever been. That's no big deal. But uh Aaron says my locations caches are in their own states or countries, but they don't color in my maps for them. Hmm, that's mm. interesting. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how they worked that. Ryan thinks he still has his car in the plaque virtual. I wonder who did that. It. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who would do that. Hmm. It's maybe a group. Maybe, but uh, the truth is, that it is still in there. So that virtual contains a travel bug. You want to? You want to tell people what you did? You want to explain yourself? Nope. Maybe I will then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nope, I'm not being helpful tonight. <laughs> so Jesse, he loves and loves to do little shenanigans. So we were in Kansas during a undisclosed period of time when we were putting in the uh, plaque at Mingo. <laughs> and I remember getting back in the car with Jesse and he goes, hey, guess what I did? And he said, <laughs> I took Ryan's travel bug and I moved it into the plaque and then we were done for the day. So that was fun. It was his car. So yeah, his it's car. It's not my fault that people don't have them discover only. 
Exactly. So it was good fun. Um, okay. So let's let's um, talk about Worldwide CashCon. Before we talk about it, though, what if, what if I gave everybody a little tease, a little little priming of the you know pump to get everybody excited about it? So here we go. I'm I'm happy to talk about it a little okay. bit. Hola, saludos desde España. Hi, greeting from Spain to the friends of the Worldwide CashCon 2021. G'day Gary, Jesse and the rest of the Geocache Talk crew. See my shell here, the Aussie Geocacher, coming to you straight from Australia. Now what's caching like down under you, you ask? Well, I'll show you. So so on January 30th, yep. the, the Geocache Talk Network is putting on something that will be called a Worldwide CacheCon We have dozens of really cool videos and guests and co-hosts and all sorts of crazy stuff that we're doing for those eight hours. We've got the crazy, the wonderful, crazy stuff that we've put together so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad's got um, some great video that he's got that uh, he was able to get really you're the only person that's been you know who's not staff and even the staff don't go into headquarters so chad you really are the only person other than brian and maybe a couple people that have even been inside headquarters for gosh probably nine months yeah it was empty i think there was only five employees there and they said that was a busy day because they had meetings oh right so yeah yeah so yeah i was lucky i got to go to hq uh, that's to awesome. record the video during the during this pandemic yeah so that's going to be fun uh to see and we've got we got some other, i mean it's going to be incredible um we've got a lot of things and i guess um can we share some, i guess you 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 know me i want to sp- i want to spill the beans we're uh you mean the giveaway we're going to give away the answers to all puzzles published last year <laughs> yeah chad stole it while he was at hq we're going to give oh, away oh man i wanted to spoil that part dang um, we got to give away something um your yes for no spoilers no yeah, i had to be careful what i was filming i didn't want to film any of the you know, trackables that you can only discover HQ. Oh, that's right. And all those things, right? Because I didn't want to give anything away. Yeah. They were nice exactly. enough to let us in. I don't want to make them mad. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's very true. But we do have a lot of really cool giveaways. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's mention one of them. And I'll let you do it, Jesse, so that I'm not always the person spoiling everything. So, well, it's, you're the one who spills the beans. I don't, 
You Should know. I be the one then to talk about? Okay, I'll do it then. Thank you're, you. Because you're gonna, if not, you'll end up spilling the beans on something else. So this will be your spilling the beans of the night, Thanks. and then you we're cutting you off after that. So if I have to make a caveat, if you do not have two adventure labs already, you could win an adventure lab next Saturday, which is so, pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, how often can you, you know, say that, you know, a podcast or in this case, a, a network was able to give away an adventure lab. So I think that's kind of cool. Well, and it was pretty cool that they agreed to do that because HQ typically does not give anything away in a lottery style system. No. Um, so this is a really special event that we've partnered with them on and they wanted to add something to it without violating any kind of rules. You know, they have a lot of rules, so. Um, they're trying to make it fair for everybody, but this is truly a worldwide event. So they wanted to sweeten the pot a little bit, right? Yeah, it is a five location one. Ryan was asking, but Hey, it's just, you know, Derek needs to make a spill the beans buffer. That's funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is that, I don't think that's accurate. We can't know. talk about that. I don't know what they're talking about behind you there. That's not, we can really talk about. That's that's top secret. Signal, signal's over there. Yeah, Brian He's actually gave that to me when I was down there. So, oh, did he? That's awesome. Yeah, that's that, pretty cool. That is cool. Um, um, do you it, was, it was a trade. He traded me a signal for a signal. That's right. Um. So, okay, I'll stop spoiling stuff. But don't forget the cool swag that's out there <laughs> well, too. Uh oh yeah let's sh let's talk about that let me um let me let's definitely mention that so let me go banners so gcswag.com forward slash wwcc twenty one is the uh, locale to purchase swag so we're very excited about that that we can have that um. It's definitely going to be some unique swag. There'll never be another situation in the world like this. Hopefully no. not. So no. hopefully this is a one-off and we get back to normal life post this. And this is never another thing that happens again in this form. Right. Not saying that we couldn't do something else cool next year like this, but it won't be this format. Right. Yeah. The, 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 Swag is all very cool. It's very, uh, it's, it's just, um, you know, the, the shirts, the, the, the coins, all of it is awesome. So check that out. And, um, we encourage you to, to do that. Obviously it goes to pay for everything we got to pay for. So it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, part of the running of the, the network. So, um, and a very limited production. Yeah. Considering the amount of people that are tuning in worldwide, very limited uh, production run on this. Yeah, and if you're listening internationally, it is available. Uh, we're not going to make anything off of that part of it, but that's okay. Um, we want to provide that as a service to everyone around the world to purchase um, swag for this event. We're just very thankful to... Um, 
to AFK, you know, for their, um, you know, doing of the, um, of the swag for us. Very, very thankful for them jumping in and taking care of uh, providing the swag yeah. for, for, for this event. And a very well, short, very short note. Good point. AFK agreed to jump in here and do this crazy event that's limited time. So they're setting up molds and everything else for this really short period of time. Yep. Knowing that they would barely break even worldwide, they yep. they can eke out a couple of bucks in the U.S., but they can't worldwide because of shipping. But that was one of the things HQ is very adamant about, right? Like we need to make this for everybody, not just the U.S. Yep. Absolutely. So now we forget that there's a bubble outside of us and. uh Geocaching is a worldwide game, so this is out and available to you know everybody. And the Geocache Talk Network is not retiring off the coins off this one. So yeah, there's AFK. So uh, get it while you can because it's out there. Yep. Ozvox said he ordered his order was submitted. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Very cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I really hope this is one of those things. Five years from now, we're all at Megas and we see somebody sporting the shirt or the coin. And other people are like, what new cashers are like, what is that? And they're like, let me tell you, the world was locked down. <laughs> Nothing yeah. could happen. And we got to do this fun event. Everybody just one time fun event. So, and I hope people don't believe it because it's been so long. Oh, absolutely. And you know, as you mentioned about the, the worldwide, you know, that we had, we talked about that and when this was being, was kind of in the plannings really since summer. And yeah. that was something we really talked about was that um, we wanted to, we wanted this to be worldwide. And so that was very important. So, um, you know, that was, that was a no brainer. We definitely wanted everybody worldwide, but I, yeah, but I really appreciate AFK jumping in and, and, and oh, doing yeah. this on a very short basis and, uh, taking the reins and, and doing all that. So, all right. Um, yes, bounce, bounce. We did, did we did, he has been hired as a bounty hunter. He's a Mandalorian at heart, even though he doesn't wear the helmet all the time. So, all right. Uh, let's get started. Go forth and create. Uh, we are all here, and hopefully you are, wherever you are, listening and watching. Geocache makers and geocache uh, publishers, not just making it, but putting them out in the wild, especially this, well, that guy right there. That, yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, you too, Gary, but I'm guy. trying to point at Chad. So yeah, um, that's maker extraordinaire. We're just makers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't made many geocaches this year. Mm. Well, you well, probably not, made some that I put out. Yeah. You haven't put any out. I was going to say, you, you made know, technically more. I haven't made any either this year. So I've put out some this year made and put out, but, yeah, this is the geo way. I like it. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> That's great. I appreciate you. Yes, it is. You're exactly yes. well. I don't know. I don't know what you're seeing, Ozbox. Yeah, I we're mean, not sure about what yeah. you're seeing back there, buddy. Uh, that's just uh, that's one of those green screen backgrounds. It's not real. Yeah, yeah. it's not real. Is real. Downloaded it off the internet somewhere. We're gonna yeah. we're, we're gonna talk about all the various parts of it, but one of the things that I think really is important tonight is why would you 
want to make a cash in. I think that I'm going to let actually uh, Chad kind of talk about what's the benefit of making a cash, or what do you well, what do you benefit from it? To me myself, what I benefit from making a cash is reading people's logs, um, hearing or reading in their logs what kind of experience I brought to the the person finding the cash. Um, that to me is the only reason why I put them out. Um, in fact, I was just talking to HQ of that. I'm actually going to archive some of my higher favorited ones here soon and republish them with new caches because I enjoy the logs um, more than the favorite points now. And right. when I, once it's been out there for so long, it doesn't get found anymore. And so I'd rather republish it, refresh the game board and read new logs. Right. I could, and I have so many caches and ideas and things that I've made that I can stick in that same area and right. it's a completely different experience. Right. So to me, yeah. that's why I'd make a cash. Right. Um, personally. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. You know, the, I think that people who don't make caches, I think are missing out on the fun and the excitement and the adventure of putting a cash out. And I think that's, it's kind of like when you try to explain to somebody why geocaching is so great. And we all kind of have our own little story of why it's great because we know it's great, but we're trying to explain to others about it. it. We're kind of in the same boat. We're trying to explain to people who don't put caches out. They're like, well, so what? You're like, no, no. It is wonderful to put out caches. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it is its own adventure in a, such a different way that for those that don't, who cache and don't put them out, they're missing an entire aspect of of the whole story you know yeah and, and now i'm working with other cashers that don't have the exposure um as i do I'm, you know being close to seattle a lot of people visit hq and they find high favorited caches right um and so in fact my next one's going to go out i'm i'm going to have uh djw house and i are going to put it out oh cool um so he actually you know, these people that are out in the middle of nowhere that, that doesn't, you know, they make incredible caches, you know, probably better, way better than my caches, but they don't have the people, you know, that visit there or anything like that, mm -hmm. you know, the exposure. So if I can partner up with some of them and stick them out right. in this area, then people will get to know their name and then find out where they live and find more of their caches. And I think that's important as well. Yep. Do you go ahead? You want to read that one? Yeah. Just Tom asked this one and this is pretty good. Do you remember the feeling you had the first time you submitted a cash review? Oh yeah. You're just like, not only that, wait, not and once it published waiting for the first person to find it. Yes. You're like hitting refresh, refresh. Did somebody find this thing. Refresh. Yes. I remember yeah, I was excited for my first one and it yeah. was a light skirt. Well, but you <laughs> so, know, Hey, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. I wanted to stick something out, you know, to contribute to the game, and and so I started with light skirts, and then you know, it takes time to build other ones, and then I've archived those, all those, obviously by now. But sure, yeah, I was very excited. In fact, one of mine that I'm getting ready to archive, when I stuck it up, it's on a loading dock, uh -huh. and I have a storage room right there, and I stuck my GoPro up there and watched it on my phone to see <laughs> what the people did when they came came and found it. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. It's kind of stalking them silently. Do you we still have a lot have of video? What's that? Huh? You still have the video of where you're watching them. No, I just watched it live on the GoPro. Oh, okay. I didn't record or anything like that. So 
That's funny. Wasn't thinking about it. And we do have a lot of uh, cool makers in the house tonight. You mentioned DJW House. He is with us tonight. Mm -hmm. We talk with Ryan at the moment, but then we've also got Adi. Yes, is in here. So incredible caches as well. Yes, these people are like the heroes of geocaching. They really are. Mm -hmm. So they're my heroes in geocaching, at least. So just yeah, just finding our way does a lot of uh, get great gadget caches uh on there yeah dan mentioned about going out going out meeting the ftf in person that's always kind of fun uh i won't tell the whole story but i was out at one that i was i had placed got published and then realized i needed to correct a little bit of it before somebody found it when i got out there there's people it was it was at midnight and they're out with their flashlights and you could see them checking the tree and all that and so <laughs> I had to walk up and go, um, I have the cash in my hand cause I had to fix it, but they were fine. It was good. It was good. It was fun. It was fun to see and talk to people. It was, they were, they were okay with it. They were just, it was kind of funny. So, um, long story. We'll tell you someday. Um, okay. So, um, <laughs> you're not my hero. I said, make, make me hear a sandwich. Oh, okay. I'm understanding you now. Okay, so I'm going to share the, the there's a new screen. The, the screen's changed for those that haven't made one lately. I don't know if you've seen the new the new page, but I'm going to show it and we're going to kind of talk through it. And Jesse's going to try to shoot our wheels off. That's the plan. I would never do anything like that <laughs> before. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Okay, but it does go well with the uh, the cash owner dashboard also. Yes, it does. But this, we're not really getting into that as much tonight. We're just talking about this part of it because they've definitely improved this one. They did. It's kind of neat. So especially if you're brand new to hiding, which, you know, we don't want, we don't want to come off as, you know, being arrogant or uppity or anything like that. Because if you never, if you've never hidden one, that's what tonight's about. We don't, we want to welcome you with open arms to making and creating and publishing your very first cash. And so Gary's saying it very nicely, but I'll say the truth part of it. <laughs> uh, you can be in the game for one year. You can be in the game for 20 years. That doesn't mean you hide good caches. No, there are people out there that have been in the game for 20 years, found 50,000 caches and hide terrible caches. And yes, there are terrible caches. Everyone's oh, smiling, yeah. but there are terrible ones. Gary and Chatter two nights mm -hmm. to say that, but I get to say it tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's some brand new cashers that blow other cashers away, cashers away on their hides. I mean, That's very true. Amazing. Yeah. So the page has changed a little bit. Of course, it comes up. There's my page. I've hidden 239. Now you have to remember some of those are archived and some of them are events and cetera. So, but anyway, not active caches. No, but I like the fact that it it shows that mm -hmm. and it's got a little video over here about making favorite point worthy caches. We appreciate geocache uh, geocaching.com doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so something to remember is it comes up and says, hide a cache or host an event. You gotta remember those are, you know, you gotta do both. You need to hide caches and host events too. So I would say that everybody should do, and I'll get an argument here, but uh, everybody should do one of every type. Oh, Both yeah. Events, CEDOs and regular events, not megas. That's just for insane people. Right. But 
uh, host egos, <laughs> host regular events, and hide a cache of every single type. If you're listening to this show, you have a network and the availability of all the information you need to hide every single type. So yes, there's tons of people that will jump in line to help you hide every single one of those. So to really experience the full geocaching, you know, the whole yeah. circle there, hide everything. Obviously, we know you, there's some of them that are no longer available to hide, but we're talking about all the ones you can oh. hide. So you don't need to go crazy. Just backdate them there. and hide the other ones too. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. Okay. I don't think you. I don't even think you can. We can attempt it. I don't care, but I don't think you can get. It, I don't think you can get it published. So all right. So how to hide a cache? So there's a whole section here. There are. It says eight steps, but in reality, there are five steps you need to go through, then hide it. Then you have three steps to complete the um, the process, I guess, is a good way to put it. So it starts with find geocaches to get inspired. Now, what do you guys think about as far as... This is an argument that we could probably have all night, but for the sake of time, I'm going to ask you guys though for your opinion. How many caches should you should you have found before you hide your first cache? Ten thousand. <laughs> One. One. <Go> low. <laughs> there's there's a um, wide range right there. So <laughs> here's the the answer that again. Well, you know what? Let's let Chad go first because he's going to be nicer, and then I'll say the real answer. <laughs> Uh, Well, to me, you know, it's a tough one, right? Because you do see people that put them out right away. And, you know, I think the containers they use isn't the best container or the best hiding spot, but you got to start somewhere. Me, I started fairly early on um, hiding them. Uh, But I think a good number is probably a hundred or so caches to find. Um, and I think when you find it or when you're getting ready to hide one, I think you need to do your research on what is a good container. Um, yes. you know, there's so many Facebook groups out there now that you can join mm-hmm. that you go on there and ask people, Hey, what do you recommend, you know, on this? But I, I really think a hundred is a good number, but it also depends on your skill and w- what you do. I mean, how you hide it. Do you make your own caches? Are you creative? Sure. Just depends. But a hundred is the number I'd say. That's a good number. Um, I think that. Uh, and we're going to get into some of the other things, like you mentioned about containers. We'll get into that here in a minute. But um, so yeah, just find our just finding our way. The find count isn't as important as a variety of types and sizes. If all you see are pill bottles, yeah, that's a good point. I like that. And Tom says you need to find a variety of types and DTs. Doing the ET highway does not make you qualified. <laughs> so that is the very nice part of the answer I was going to say. Go ahead. Um, if you go out and find a hundred caches and all they are is pill bottles under a bush and LPCs, you're not qualified. You still have the right to hide a cache. You have the right to hide a cache before you ever find one, but you're not going to have a lot of experience and you're going to hide what you've been exposed to. The The best thing, which none of us had the patience for, is to really go out and sample a bunch of different types of caches, different difficulties and terrains, and maybe even different areas. You know, Get some time under your belt before you do it or you're not going to be as good as you were if you waited. I can say that because I did it. I had caches pretty early on and I absolutely messed up my few caches, my first few, Which, you know, yeah. but uh, there's no way to erase those off, off your stats. So uh, it is what it is. Right. I, 
I didn't get permission. I didn't do any of those things in the first part, and I messed it all up. All the things we're going to tell you to do right today, I did wrong on my first few caches because I did not wait. Visual 28 says 100. Wow, it took me a year to find 100. And that's probably pretty typical of the the usual, the the average cacher when they get started is, you know, they don't go out and find like, you know, some more experienced or as you go, as you go on, you might find a lot more because, well, one depends on when you started. When I started in 06, if you found seven in a day, man, you were rolling because we we're all still using paper and those old GPSRs, those antiquated things that like you had to buy an actual GPSR, which I don't even know if they, I don't think they sell them anymore. So, um, Very anyway. intense, but you know, I, I don't know about you two and Chad, I know you make some amazing caches and stuff and Gary, I found some of yours, but I know if I could go back and fix anything, I would have waited a little longer and seen a little more before I started hiding caches. Uh, just because I would love for my first cache to be like, I remember that first cache. It was awesome. Mine doesn't fall into that category. But, but <laughs> mine. That's okay. So, you know. Although I, I don't want to discourage people who um, hide caches early. And this is Visual 28 and I are kind of probably similar. He says he, heard, he, hit, he hit his first cache after 20. It was an Arduino-based gadget cache. So. There's an exception to the rule right there. That's There's all. Always, yeah. <laughs> There's and always going to be exceptions to the rules. Now, there are exceptions we're going to go over later. We're just not going to say them now. That is not a hard and fast guideline, right? There's, no, no, there's no. other ways that you can improve your cache hiding, and we're going to talk about those in a little while. Right. Uh, or just don't ever hide any and just take from the game. No, no, no. No, we don't do that. No, no. It's free if you just take from the game. No, no, Goofus. No, 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 no. We, you need to you need to hide. What I, do, I just go and find one, pick nope. it up, and then hide it somewhere else? No, that used to be part of the game. Because I was an experienced hider. There are some open geocaching ones you could do where you're supposed to move it, but that's another game. That we don't. They never got found, but I hid some. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You did. Uh, so pizza ninja says another thought is, should you have to find so many of, of a good quality for each type before you can hide a specific type? I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Um, I think some people get it, get it before other people get it as far as being able to do it correctly. And we're going to get into some of the other aspects, um, where, we had a couple hidden. Re we had a couple hidden locally, and you know, hats off to the people for for hiding them. Because my goodness, there's no, nobody else hiding. Very few people in my area are, are hiding caches, but their cords were beyond off. <laughs> they weren't even. They weren't even the same. There were. There was no ballpark anywhere near where these people are hiding. So I contacted them. I said, you know, and tried to help them. I said, hey. Um, I'm going to this location that you have for the cash, but I don't think this is right. And they're like, Oh, I I'm sure it's right. And then and I was like, pull up those cords on in like Google maps or Google earth or whatever you want to use. And they're like, Oh, that's not right at all. It's like, yeah, I know they're not, they're not right. So I helped them through that. We'll talk about that part in a moment. So, but what um, they're recommending is find geocaches to get inspired. And no matter how you define that, that's a good plan. Yeah. Or just steal other people's. No, no. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're going to hide them, at least you need to have the uh, wisdom 
to realize that you might need that, that you might you possibly could make a mistake, which is okay, because they can always be things can be fixed. But just know that there are people out there. There's us at the Geocache Talk Network that are willing uh, at any time, not necessarily time of the day, but any time to help you um, if you have any issues. So, all right. Call Gary. He prefers to be called at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, no, let's not oh, do that. Man. Okay, next next one in the list, and I'll bring up the, the page again so we can take a quick look. And that was read the guidelines. Goofus, you got to read the guidelines. There's no rules in geocaching. There are rules. In fact, <laughs> I've never seen a list of rules anywhere. What are you talking about? In fact, here they are. Here are the rules in geocaching hiding guidelines. They're more guidelines. Let's not use the word rules. Yeah. So you said no. I said no rules. Those are guidelines. <laughs> Those are suggestions. I think there are rules, actually, but that's for another show. I don't know. I don't see the word rules anywhere there on the page. Not yet. Not yet. I know there's some. Those must be brand new. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Obey local laws. That's a rule. Oh, come on. All local laws and land management policies apply. This refers to both the placement of the geocache and the journey required to reach it. Ooh, that's an interesting little extra uh, item that everybody needs to remember. How are you supposed to know the local laws when you're on vacation? And <laughs> you're throwing a cache under a bush while you're on vacation? There's no way. You don't no. have to that. All right. I've about had it with Goofus tonight. All right. <laughs> uh, time to debate the berry rule. Not tonight, Adi. Not tonight. Um, Get permission. Come on. Who gets permission for their caches? <laughs> right. KC11, does it mention the guidelines that you should hide the cash before you submit it? Now, that's something that happens a lot. And I appreciate you mentioning that because new hiders think that they've got time between, oh, let us submit it and I'll go put the cash out soon. Didn't it say seven days? You've got seven days to get it out there. I think I read that in the rules somewhere. What's the what's the quickest that you guys have had um, a cash published? Do you remember? Oh, I think I had one done within a half hour. <laughs> and usually it takes two days. And that was kind of a situation you had where I actually was not driving home from work. And I thought, oh, that's a good place for a cash. Right. So I got the cords. I did everything. I submitted it. And I thought, okay, I'll come hide it on my way to work tomorrow morning. Because it takes days for these to get published. Well, driving home, it got published. And so it was like, it's like, I think five miles or so from here. Uh, and so anyways, I had to go home, grab the container, get back there to hide it. And there was already <laughs> someone there looking for it. And they were frustrated that they were climbing up and down this hill, going through bushes and there was no cash there yet. Wow. So, so, yeah. so there's your, yeah, three minutes less than, you know, 10 minutes. So that's the point in that. That's a good tip for cash hiders. Make sure it's all in place. Everything's good before you click that final submit button. Stop it, Goofus. No, but can't, can't you uh, publish the cash? What were you saying? Go ahead. I was saying you don't want to waste a container out there in the wild if they're not going to publish <laughs> the cash first. Yeah. Well, you, you go pick it up. I think afterwards to hide the, hide the cash. Yeah. No. All right. Next one. I thought there was somewhere on there on the, on the, when you submit it, it's been a while since I've looked at it, that you yeah. could actually 
click where you don't want it published right away. I thought there was something. Well, I'm actually looking right now to yeah. see if I can. Yeah. Well, what I've done before is uh, I'll go all the way through to the to to the point of being complete, but not push the final button. Okay. So if if I'm so, going to be serious for a minute. Yes, please. Uh, you normally well. We're going to get to it later, but there should be some conversation before that. So you should be plenty ready. Oh, yeah. The submit button. So no, absolutely. We'll that a little bit. Yeah. And Ryan remind, reminds you, you can write a reviewer note. So you could say, I think everything's in place. They can start to check it and then just say, don't publish it quite yet. Yeah. In fact, um, I have done that before in that. Uh, if you're, if you want, and something I've done before for an event is I will, I will put caches out specifically before that event and tell the reviewer, obviously you get approval from the reviewer, but I'll have say a dozen caches that I've got ready to go. But prior to the event, much prior, like weeks before I'll have sent them all in with a note to the reviewer saying, Hey, my plan is if you could check all these out, make sure they're okay. And then he'll lock them typically, or the person will lock them with the, with a note to themselves, or they probably put it on some sort of um, uh, appointment and they will publish them all say during the event or right at the beginning of the event. Mm -hmm. That's something I love to do um, because it's kind of fun, especially if you have an event, and with a bunch of people, and then all of a sudden, everybody's phone goes off, and they're like, "I don't know, you can't go find it yet. We're not done here yet." <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, oh, the caches are publishing. Let's go." It's like, "We'll get to that in a minute." Let's, let's, you know, so that can be a lot of fun for an event. So that's part of the review process we're going to talk about in a little while. But there's there's a lot more to that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So in fact, let's go to the next part, which is, um. They have a thing out there. It's a hider quiz. Have you guys ever taken the hider quiz? No, but that's a good idea. They used to have that on the oh, app, right? Yeah. That was the oh no, on the app it was like to find different types of caches or something. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, if if you're well, even if you're a a, a seasoned hider, mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to take it. It's a nice little thing they put in there. It's supposed to help you with, um, you know the process of making sure that you really do have the rules down or the guidelines down in your, your head before you go do things. So, um, and then next would be to pick a unique location and get accurate coordinates. This is big. So, so tell the truth. How do you get your coordinates for a cache? Um, here, I'll bring this up too. So we're told as we talk about it. I use my um, cell phone. And they've been off a lot. I will get, I'll tell you how I do it. And then you guys tell us, uh, you know, you guys can, can chime in. What I'll do is I'll get a preliminary location on my phone. And then typically I will look around and I will, I will be able to determine where I am so that when I go back home, and I look on Google Maps and I can pinpoint exactly where I'm at. And people, apparently it works because I get a lot of comments from people saying your cords were dead on. I had one that I did the other day 
and tell me if you guys have ever done it like this, which is I had complete tree cover. So uh, again, using my phone, using Cashly, I uh, took took a uh, picture of the cords where I was at. I walked away. I walked back. I took pictures of the cords then. I walked away. I walked back. I took three or four um, uh, spot checks of my cords um, because I couldn't, when I got home, I wasn't going to be able to completely tell exactly where I was um, because it was a little bit of tree cover. So I did take several readings knowing that I was going to have a little bit of a problem, a little bit of a accuracy issue when I got home. And um, the first finder said I was 10 feet off. I was like, eh, that's not too bad. I don't think. What do you guys think? So what I do is I stop the car in the middle no. of the dirt road. And then I chunk, when I chunk it out the window, depending on how far I chunked it, I add 10 feet to 10 uh, meters on there. Okay. 10 and meters. I have a day for chunking it towards the telephone pole. Okay. Because um, I figure 10 meters, that's close enough, right? You have the, the GPS location in your car and then add the west coordinates. You're good. That's close enough. It's by a telephone pole. They're going to figure it out. <laughs> they can't find it. They need to go find a new game, right? That's part. That makes it harder. The I think 10 feet off is close enough. Yeah, come on. Your GPS is going to be 100% accurate anyway. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so I started doing the same way you did, Gary, is I got one on my phone that gets me close. And then I go go, go to Google Maps, uh, yeah. which I have up here on my other screen. And if you can zoom in and I go to the, the satellite view. And yeah. you click on where you think it is, it actually pulls up the, the GPS coordinates for there. And those have been, I've not had a complaint since I've started doing that on my cords being off. Right. Yeah. No, in all seriousness, that's the way I do it too. So I'll use my phone, but there's mm. more than one of us out there at a time. So we'll have a couple phones. Yeah, that's good. Generally get the same, and no, they're the same type of phones. But then, uh, you know, when I'm hiding a cache though, it's I've usually taken two or three trips out there to the location. Uh, scouting it, trying to figure it out. I've done Google Maps a couple times to see if those are close. If all those are close, mm -hmm. then I feel pretty good with it, you know, landmarks and stuff like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't get a lot of comments saying GPS coordinates are off or anything like that. And but you know, when you go back multiple times, if you go back to the same spot multiple times and get the same coordinates, it's probably going to be pretty close. Yeah. KC11 says, under the tree cover, I'll walk back and forth several times using my phone's GPS. Mm -hmm. is keeping up with me then take a screen screenshot that's what i do and i take several at that location you know what's funny though um and we all love new cashers so don't take this the wrong way and i will say this many of them are or i've seen the comment on some of my pages where oh okay cool i use the where i go kit map kit maps yeah. double check that's interesting. Somebody said they found Google Maps is off by 60 feet. It can definitely be off. It can be off. I don't think it'd be that far off. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be. If you sources, that's the way to do it. Find two or three different sources to do it. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, and this is something that Tom got, got is getting to, but how far off is off to you? And that is interesting because for us that have been in the sport for quite a while, we kind of expect it to be 20 or 30 feet off because that's the way GPS was when we first started. GPS coordinates, GPSR was finding them. It would be like 
2030. It's like, eh, that's pretty standard. What, what I've found is I've seen a couple comments fairly recently from, I call them newbies, less than 10 or less than 20 fines probably. And they were complaining that my cords were off six feet. And I thought, funny, that's exactly what it says is the, yeah. the, the plus or minus. If you look at your phone, if you look at your, your app and you look and it, it should say the cords are off, could be off between anywhere between, uh, you know, plus or minus six feet. Well, so, and there's one of the things they actually don't, I don't believe they mention on this new cash page or in their right. videos, but it, it really could be used in every step of this. Um, what you should really do for your final check is use a beta tester. Yes. That's always a good point too. Every cash I put out, I try to have a beta tester to go out. If they can also go to the exact same location and find it using their phone or GPS or whatever else. Mm -hmm. right? Now, granted they know where it is also because they're a beta tester and I'm trying to give them the general idea and right. they may already solve the puzzle or whatever it is. But uh, if you have a beta tester, plus you've done two or three sources, you're pretty golden. I mean, yeah, it would be hard for them to be that far off after that. Houston, Texas, Dave's bringing up a thing for another show. That's for another show, which is um, even after placing the cash, some finders put it back in a different spot. Well, if you find a better spot for the cash, you got to move. <laughs> Stop it, goofus. Stop it. Yeah, but I've had people say, oh, I put it back where the coordinates are supposed to be. And then the next oh. people can't find it because they put yeah. it in a completely different spot. It's like, well, <laughs> right. Yes, don't put it back right where you found it and let it go from there. Uh, what if it's falling out of the tree? Yeah, that's for another show. I knew you're gonna bring that up, goofus. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we're not talking about that tonight. All right, next next on the list is uh prepare a quality container. So this is important. So, like mashed potatoes from KFC, that bucket, that's a solid bucket. <laughs> it's a solid start from the last forever. How long yeah. does it take to and you leave it the bottom so it doesn't get leave a little bit of residue of the mashed, mashed potatoes in there. Yeah. I don't need two goofuses tonight. <laughs> <laughs> One is enough to deal with. So uh, I'll start with Chad and not goofus number two. The, the note here says prepare a quality container. Ensure the container is waterproof, durable, contains a new logbook. We recommend that the container is, be as large as your location allows, but that's for another show. So when you read that, Chad, what are your thoughts? Uh, pill bottle or film container. No, no, I'm just joking. So yeah, what I typically want to use <laughs> is uh, <laughs> I used to make all my own original ones. Right. Um, and... Uh, I don't put these out anymore because of all the stuff that's been coming up. Yeah. But these are glued together. And then I put um, a rubber gasket here. A little higher. That's waterproof. Put your oh, hands a little higher. Sorry. There you go. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I put a rubber gasket. Obviously, this has been sitting in my drawer forever. Yeah. Right. Um, a little string coming out of the end. It makes it easier to pull the cash. <laughs> no, well, and you got to paint it red and put TNT on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually have seen a cashier. I think it was in the Netherlands that did that. And I was, he put it on a gadget cash page and I was like, that's terrible. And I guess in the Netherlands, they don't worry. They don't care about, about it. That. They don't have terrorism. Right. I guess. I don't know. But um, something like that, you can buy some cheap containers for, I think they're $6 at Home Depot. Like these, right? Weatherproof. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
These are great. You, I probably wouldn't leave it orange. No, probably not. Everybody will find it, but you can paint them. Sure. Um, you know, something that has some kind of rubber seal on it, something that locks um, or has some kind of mechanical clipping system, locking system on it. But yeah, just make sure it has a good seal. There's so many out there on Amazon. You can get some really inexpensive ones that are watertight. So that's what I would recommend doing or an ammo can. If it's, if it can find a good enough space for an ammo can dollar store, yeah. you can get like 30 lock and lock boxes for a dollar at the dollar store. They're great. Are they really that great for a dollar? I don't think so. A dollar. They can't be wrong. I mean, they may not last more than a couple days, but <laughs> they're not supposed to. I, I find so many lock and locks where someone didn't close the lid all the way or, or anything yeah. like that. I mean, if you have a container that the lid's attached to it, then they usually don't have too much of a problem reattaching the lid. Um, but on a lock and locks where the lid comes completely off, I've seen people just not put them on or not lock one yeah. side, or they fill it up too full and they right. think, oh, this will all work. And then the seal isn't, you know, sealed anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen uh, a Sprite bottle without the label even taken off. That was quality. <laughs> I don't, I don't think seen that's quality at all. Probably water waterproof, though. Do what now? Probably waterproof. Yeah, it was gross and sticky, but it was waterproof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get the well, log, that's okay. Clean it. Get the sugar-free Sprite. Yeah. I, I've also seen uh, pill bottles with the prescription name still on it. <laughs> that's terrible. Thanks, Betty, for letting me know about your gout. <laughs> um, wow. I have seen... Uh, now, this one may be a little more contra- controversial, but... Uh, just a baggie. I have seen that. They don't tend to hold up that well. Now, the flat packs with duct tape are a little different. Those are different. That's different. Just a baggie? No. Probably not going to last very long. Not a good idea. No. I, I've um, seen a bunch of containers that I'm like, that's this one's not going to last. Yeah. We've probably all seen containers that are not. Uh, even, even decent containers can wear down over time. So I brought a couple, I got some show and tell. Um, so this one has come back because I replaced it, but this, it, just to give you an idea, you're like, Oh, th- that'll be fine. It, you know, it might be fine for a while. This one was out for quite a while. So, um, but the lid is gone. Oh yeah. This was a, I actually purchased this one. Um, and then over time, it really blended in because it looks really old. I'm showing a, an old, uh, it had a lid on top with the, with a little container that I'm showing. And that's, yep. that was a pre-purchased thing. And it worked great. Uh, at first, it's a, it was a pretty, pretty obvious what it was. You could see it a lot easier. Got this. I've got one of those out there and you'd be surprised how many people miss it. Yeah. It's just a simple nope. log. I mean, that's. Yeah. But I think over time that the top has gotten well, it's gone. So I brought it back. So, but I'll reuse this part because it's useful. But um, I, I think we're, I think that even new, even somebody, you know, who's been around the game for a while, I, I think we often forget. Go ahead. Was it a, <laughs> glued a circuit board to an ammo can? Got the bomb squad called and made the news. Hey, you wow. heard it here. That's the perfect container. According That's to not, <laughs> not the perfect container. What are you sure? Um, yeah, Darren's right. Even uh, over in Australia, they have a lot of mint tins. 
we would call maybe Altoid containers or whatever. We yeah, got other, I call them yeah. finger cutters because they're always like uh, rusty. And yeah, they, they're all rusty. You squeeze really hard and it cuts your finger and then you got to go get another tetanus shot. Get another one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not a good container. Um, but, yeah, let's let's not get the bomb squad called. What do you say, people? Let's let's work on that. But, so on containers, those little rocks that everybody buys at Home Depot, the fake rocks, yeah. the hide key. Yeah. Those are neat containers if you put a container inside it. Don't just put a piece of yes. paper. No, exactly. I've come on yeah. so many of those and it's just mush on the back side of it. You still need to put like a bison tube or bison something. Tube. In there. Yeah. Or something like this might work. Yeah. A little small. Like, yeah, that would work. But even like a baggie and that, it's generally going to get, it's not waterproof. Right. Very, very true. All right. Let's move on to the next uh, topic. Create your cash page and submit for review. Now, all these are all like mini. We could take each one of these and make it into a show. Well, we have kind of talked about all these things before. We have. Separately and in detail. But it's good to touch on them again with the new updated page that they have because – like we just talked about recently, and they just sent out, there's 5 million new geocachers out there. Yeah. They are not experienced yet. So this is important yeah. information for them. So even they put in, and I think I'm going to switch our little banner thing. It looks better, I think, if you do it like that. Maybe. Hmm. Try to figure out how it looks better. There you go. That looks good. You like that one? No, I like the dark one. Black. Yeah, the dark one. one. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's that. ask the audio listeners. They they're gonna weigh in on it. Which yeah. one? Are they? <laughs> they're not seeing it. <laughs> Goofus. Uh, create your cash page. Submit for review. Make sure you own or have permission for any photos or content you add. Place your container in its hiding spot. Then submit your cash page for review. Goofus. Okay. Now let's just be honest here for a second. <laughs> oh, let's right. say you're making a typical cash page with a couple pictures on it and you do the background pictures and stuff too yeah does anybody first of all we all know what we do we go get pictures off the internet download them, then upload them to the cash page right nobody's getting permission stop that nobody's doing that that's not true <laughs> i know a lot of people that don't get permission from the landowner to even put the cash out, but yeah, come on. Why would you do that? They don't know about it. It's public. It's public property. They'd had a fence if it wasn't public. <laughs> <laughs> now it's interesting though. You bring that up. Uh, Jesse slash goofus, because it really does depend on where, where you live in the world, because um, we've talked, we've touched on this a little bit before, but in Texas, everything has a fence around it, except for, um, public property usually obviously doesn't have, uh, won't have a fence. So, um, parks and cemeteries tend to be very popular areas for caches. Um, for myself, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> he gets permission from himself. So that's perfect. Do you, yeah. Is that a written? Do you send yourself a note? Um, it's verbal consent. It's okay. Yeah, um, Jeff brings up the point. Property laws in Germany are different too. Yeah, every place is different. So for like for you guys, as we talk about, let's start with Washington. Can in Washington, can you can you or do people put caches in uh, parks and cemeteries or just parks or neither? Yeah, they put them in both. Okay, I have heard. Was, uh, let me ask Colorado real quick. So 
cemeteries can happen. You still should get permission to do it. Okay. Um, parks here, all well, it depends on what city you're in, but some parks don't allow any caches at all. Some do. You're still okay. supposed to get from even if there's other caches out there. Right. You're still supposed to get permission to do it here to do both, including the nine million LPCs at Walmart's around the world. You're still <laughs> supposed to get permission for those too. I bet maybe seven of them got permission. <laughs> it is well, private. It is private property. I can tell you from managing commercial properties, no one will ever approve a lamppost hide because that ruins. We pay a lot of money to have those lampposts painted. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you slide that thing up and down and yeah, it scratches gonna, it, that costs yeah. a lot of money. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, there's actually wire that comes up there and some of them run 440. And for some reason, someone's digging into those wires or something that Ugh. that could be a bad day for you. But uh, yeah, we, I don't know any landowners that would approve a lamppost cash. But so if you're going to do one, you've got at least you need to go ask because then you could, because if you do, you're going to ask at Walmart, you're going to call Sam Walton up and <laughs> Hey man, you got, you got a minute. That's I want at Lowe's. I just want to talk to the manager. Uh, Tom's saying in the cemetery, can you ask one of the deceased people there? Yeah. If they don't object, you, can, you can ask you if you no. want. Uh, yeah. Tom also says 440 and fingers should never meet. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Um, there are states, I think, in the U.S. Well, I know there are states in the U.S. where you cannot place caches in cemeteries. So you need to check. Yes. Make check check uh, before you put anything out. Even earth caches, by the way. So Jesse helped me. Um, I was putting an earth cache in the cemetery, and he reminded me. He said, "You need to go get permission." And sure enough, that's and those are much easier. Because they usually have a sign that tells you whoever's the sort of the caretaker of mm -hmm. that cemetery. So, but take a minute and do that so that you are are okay with it. So, and without I mean, you know, without doing a whole nother show about it, your cash page once you submit it, you should have already done all these things we've talked about. Yeah, plus had somebody go out and check it to make sure that you're not just missing something. And then if you really want to be good about it, that beta tester may or may not be the same person. Yeah, have somebody proofread your cache page. Yes, he's already mentioned in there. You will not see those spelling errors until it's published, and then everybody's seen it. So you know, those things that you don't see because you've looked at it ten thousand times before you publish it, do that all before you hit submit. And hopefully, by the time you hit submit, the reviewer already knows what's coming because hopefully you're doing some kind of creative brand new cache and you have to explain it or some new idea, and you right. want to give them a heads up before you ever put it out. So you're not wasting your time or their time, but all those things should happen before you hit submit. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those can be fixed, but then again, why would you, why do you need to, when you could just have them checked and make sure they're good. Um, so have you guys ever asked permission to hide a cache on a, a guardrail? Who would you ask on that? Uh, county uh, department Probably. of transportation. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever your local county. And they're going to say no, by the way. Well, guardrails are there for a reason, right? So you usually keep cars from going off the side there, and maybe that's happened in the past. That's why they're up there. So I wouldn't want someone walking behind the guardrail if something could happen. No. And I would be shocked if anybody's ever actually gotten permission for a guardrail cache. Yeah, I agree. Probably nobody ever has. Um, Daniel's... Oh, sometimes they are helpful but get tiresome. What is what is Melanie referring to? You think? 
What's, what was Daniel? Did you bring Daniel that one up? Hundreds there are hundreds of So the good news is with LPCs and guardrail cash and all those other ones. Oh, in Pennsylvania, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to find any of those. That's true. Now, when you first start cashing, you can't resist because it's amazing the fact that there's like eight thousand caches in your town and you've been by all the spots. But as you go on, you can choose which ones you want to. You know, which yeah. ones you want to hide, which one do you want to find, that kind of stuff. Because you find out later, years, years into the game, you cannot possibly find them all. Many people yeah. have tried. They haven't succeeded yet. So Many have faked, the, uh, faked that they found all of, or uh, a good portion of them. Now, now, that's for another show. <laughs> that's for another show. <laughs> uh, Udak is right. In my work experience, no one wants to take responsibility for saying yes or no. They keep passing the buck. I've seen that. Usually locals, if you have local, um, well, I'll ask you guys too. How many, I know, Chad, you've got a lot. I've got, um, I've just got a few that are on private property. Um, and they're all ones that I've, you know, Chamber of Commerce. I asked, you know, every one of them I asked permission, Chamber of Commerce, the Cotton Museum here in town. Um there's a vet that I, I got permission. It's really simple. I mean, I think some people are intimidated with the idea of going to talk to them about the, those kind of things. But I mean, Chad, do you have a specific method you take? And then I'll ask Jesse. Um, yeah, I have a book. It's actually down here on the floor uh, with pictures of what I do. So if I want to put one there, first thing I do, obviously, so I'm not wasting anybody's time. Yeah. See if there's a cash anywhere near there and then take a look at the location and think what, what can I put here? Right. right. What kind of cash? What can I do? Um, if I have time, I'll go home and make a mock-up of it. If it's real simple. Uh, but then I go and knock on the door, find out who it is. If it's a city owned property, um, chamber of commerce, uh, with some cities, depending on what it is and, and show them, tell them, first of all, tell them about geocaching, what it is, and then show them some pictures or what my idea is on it. Um, and that usually helps out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Some people, because of, unfortunately, uh, people will get hurt on properties and, you know, owners can get sued. Um, some places just don't want it. Right. right. But usually cities and parks are open to, to the idea because they want to bring people in. Right. That's the whole point of the park and the city, the city of commerce. They, they like to bring people in. Sometimes they'll even give you coupons to put in your cash for, you know, discounts at local stores. Sure. So but that's what I do is I just take photos of a lot of the caches I've done, let them have some input on it too, because if you, they have input then they think it's kind of, something that they're involved with. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, it, it's, that's kind of the way I go, but everybody's gonna have a different experience. Um, I've also had a lot of like the WSGA has recommended places to come to me um, to put a cash like parks and stuff. And so fortunately I haven't had to ask permission there, but uh, sure. I do the exact same thing. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Jesse, what are your thoughts on that? So in the beginning, I didn't get permission for a lot of mine. Sure. Um, now, uh, all of mine, well, I had, uh, I had like a geo art series out in the middle of nowhere right? On roads, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an area that, uh, butted up to a natural land that allows geocaching by policy. Right. I didn't go and get individual permission for those. Uh, in general, those roads are open and they allow caches out there and they, there's tons of them out there. I did not get permission for those. Right. Uh, although I should have on every single one of those. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of late I've been doing a lot more 
every cache of late that I've done, I've gotten explicit permission for. Right. Uh, for the last quite a bit of time. The only one I haven't in recent years is I had one that was kind of on a pull off kind of in the, you know, just on yeah. the side of the road. It was kind of a pull off. There's nothing there. There's nobody around it or whatever. There's a fence. Right. When they're kind of as a joke, uh, it's one of those funny caches that there's another one right next to it. I'm just assuming that the other person may have done it. That's not the right way to do it. No, uh, you're right. But uh, I, I've with, uh, so the one difference is if you're hiding, which we haven't talked about cache types, but if you are hiding an earth cache, you yeah. do have to get explicit permission. They will ask for it. Yeah. So they should, because in general, it should be in a natural area that they don't want trampled generally. Um, so that's what they're checking on, right? You have to talk to a park ranger and say, Hey, can I put this here? And they're going to double check that it's not, they're not going to go off trail and mess up an area that's not supposed to be off trail or. Right. Um, so those you do have to get explicit permission for, they actually ask for it. The right. other cash types are implied. You're just checking a box saying, yeah, I got permission and I understand I'm supposed to do this, but those are more explicit about it. Right. Apparently Christie's wanting to go out with goofus, which I don't, I think that's probably not, Probably needs, she needs to talk with Jesse first, but it was find that wooded area and why didn't he take me with it? What's she talking about? <laughs> the thing behind you. You're you're sitting in the wilderness. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, don't tell yeah, her. You're in the middle of the river. Don't tell yeah, anybody no, you're, you're I'm there. on a rock. It's okay. I'm on a raft. Um yeah, um and uh Quincy mentioned about librarians, and that's I, I don't know what everybody's experience has been, but when I hid one a library cache. I was actually, it was the opposite. I had the librarian wanting me to help them. And um, so it was kind of like, this was an easy one because they wanted it. They wanted to cash in there. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know, Chad, you were putting in a library. Jesse, I know you've got a adventure lab. I just have an adventure lab in the library. So there's no physical containers in there and they didn't care. That was pretty easy. It then, took probably. forever to get a hold of somebody. <laughs> um, kind of even though they were there. You know, nobody seemed to be the one that could make the decision. Yeah. Uh, so eventually it turned out after all that time that I, I wouldn't even have anything physical in there anyway. So ended up right. just being a quick, you know, uh, an adventure lab. So Chad, at one point, Chad was going to, we were, I mean, yeah. this for you. Oh, yeah. Show that. Chad, library. A, uh, I'm, a I'm sure everybody's seen it. Make sure it's still in there. And all yeah. The so it's just a get. So you'd put, something in here right to describe that have to get the answer and either yeah. go to another section of the library or yeah or something i don't know it was going to be a lab cache i think right jesse so it was going to have a word pop up yep uh, adventure lab so and i've seen libraries they'll put actually their own right uh, information on the back like a real book um, yeah. yeah yeah i love library caches as long as they have permission right you'd hate to yeah be that guy but um i love library caches uh the cfo would disagree she hates the library but I love them. I love going to them. I can't imagine somebody hiding one in a library and not getting permission. That would be, that would that's, be that's scoundrel. That's no good right there. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And just FYI, if you are doing a library cache in, cause the library will say, sure, but you got to think through it. If you're going to put it, if you're going to put uh, like, I have one, it's our local library. It's in a reference book. Why is it in a reference book? I want people checking it out. So That's right. think through this. You don't want people checking the book out. Now, in that case, nobody's, although you never know, uh, Chad, that if that one's not 
labeled correctly, somebody could go up to the front and go, I'm checking this out. Of course, it doesn't have a number on it or a, a card in it. They're not going to be able to get very far. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah, don't put in a book that's going to disappear. Just FYI, because you never. I mean, know. if someone wants the cash bad enough, it doesn't matter what, how no, you put it in there, what you do with it. it. Someone's gonna, they're going to take it. Yeah. Let's hope that doesn't really happen there. So, all right. Next, let's go down to, let's go to the cash review process. Um, so the way it reads is a local reviewer checks your cash page against our guidelines. Thank you reviewers so much. We can't thank you enough. Uh, yeah. They absolutely do not get paid enough. No. They said, well, yeah. Guaranteed of that. Um, they're going to check three times. If I had to choose between being a reviewer or quitting <laughs> geocaching, I would take up checkers. <laughs> I, I don't know how they put up with what they put up with with so many people complaining all the time, you know, oh, even me, I've done some complaining that I'm like afterwards. I'm like, yeah. well, wasn't that I, big of a deal, I, right? right? We all get emotional because we're, this is our creative outlet and this is what we do or whatever. But one thing I can say from all the viewers I've talked to is they want to publish caches. If you work with them, they will help you find a way that your dumb idea is legal. You know, right. you got to work with them. You can't just go, well, I'm not doing it then if you're not going to, you know, because we're supposed to be creative and push the lines. That's what we do as geocachers, right? Sure. And if you work with the reviewer, they'll do everything they can to try to find a way to help you get that cash published. Yes, absolutely. But they, they're still people. You cannot yeah. be rude to them and expect help. <laughs> no. And we've talked about before, and we'll really get into tonight, which is the fact that if you, if you have a disagreement, you can ask for, and there's a proper way to do it. Jesse is probably the expert on this because he will disagree, not often, but. Yeah. So no. And again, it's not always about disagreeing because they know the rules. Yeah. Um, I've had the reviewers um, and a couple different ones over the years. Right. Um, even recently I had the reviewer, I, I put an idea. So usually my ideas take two or three conversations before I'm ever even close to submitting them. Cause I'm trying to do something new for the area. Right. Sure. And I had an idea that was new and uh, I submitted, uh, I wrote up the cash page, you know, part of the skeleton and said, this is where I'm going to hide it. I've already got my permission. Cause I know the people that own the property. And I said, here's what I want to do. I said, I know this is a little different, but I've looked through the rules. Right. These are all like, pertain to it. I don't know if there's a rule for this or not. And there actually wasn't. And the reviewer goes, you know what? He goes, uh, I'm going to have to deny this, but what I want you to do is no, no, no. He said, let me go talk to the other reviewers. Right. He goes, I don't know the answer to this. He went and talked to other reviewers and he goes, none of us know. So put this in, I'll deny it. Then you appeal it and we'll see what we can get ground speak to do. And he was helping me do the, all that part. So right. like I was saying, this guy, I don't know what he's talking about there was no rule for what I was trying to do either for or against it. So he had to get permission from headquarters to be able to do it. And they did let me, and there was a couple of times that's happened because I've tried to do something that's, that's newer or that's yeah. not exclusively under the rules. And again, he could have just said no, but he said, here's how we're going to go about trying to get permission for this. One of them I still hadn't even published yet. Cause it's, it's kind of complicated. Yeah. But the other one I got out done and it's good to go. And lots of people have found it already, but, if I would have just put it in and hit submit and didn't even give him a thing, he would have had to say no. Right. So, you know, he couldn't have done it at that point. So they will absolutely work with you. Now, don't be a fool. Read the rules first. 
You know what I mean? Don't go out thing. It's written on the webpage of the same geocache site that you're submitting your thing on. Yeah. So you already heard it. There's rules. You agreed to it. Yeah. You clicked the check mark. All that. You know, <laughs> read the rules so you're not wasting everybody's time because if he's arguing with you, he can't publish everybody else's caches. Yeah. And it, it's important too to to build a rapport with your reviewer if possible. And Chad's yeah. saying yes. Yeah. So There's no game without reviewers. No. No game. If no if no new caches are published, you just find an old ones for a while, I guess. There's have no them on your good side. It helps out a lot. What were you saying? Say that again, Chad. I said if you have them on your good side, it helps out a lot, especially in the future. I've had some that my cache was off and they can't tell you, but it was like had to have been within a foot or two. And they're like, oh, it's it's probably okay. We'll just publish it <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. And then I've had some where I was doing multi and, uh, I was doing it completely wrong. And he ended up just saying, you know what? I'll redo it for you. And then you look at it and approve. Uh, tell me that that's what you want and we'll publish it. So he actually, you know, I was doing it back. I was doing the multi backwards. So, right. Yeah. Helps out quite a bit when you have a good rapport. Otherwise they could just, if you didn't, they would just say, no, figure it out yourself. Yeah. It's not right. right. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's pleasant, a- they want to work with you. They want to yeah. get caches out there. So, Yeah. But they kind of need, I mean, like I said, it's they're human beings. So the more you can get to know them, the more they feel like you're not some stranger that's trying to get something you know, pushed well, through. Worth the trouble because they know you're trying to put out something quality. You're just yeah. trying to work through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and that's the thing, you know, build the rapport, meet them at events when events are back. You know, spend the time or or send them a note and just in communication with them is so important. Um, again, they're just, you know, they're doing an incredible job. Yeah. There are no, you know, for, and sort of as we kind of start to wrap up tonight, I want to say a couple things. And this may sound harsh, but sometimes the truth needs to come out. The truth hurts. Uh-huh. But if you are someone who has found more than let's say a hundred for, for example, uh, we talked about before, if you found a hundred caches and you have not published and put out a geocache, you need to think about what you're doing because without everyone taking the time to put out caches, once they disappear, they're gone. And so you can't always rely on or shouldn't be relying upon everyone else to do something that's really, it's your responsibility to. Uh, it's the way I'm going to put it, is that it's all of our responsibilities to to be involved in not only finding caches and putting them back where they're supposed to be and putting the contain, putting the container back and make sure the lid's tight and all the other stuff that you you need to do um, put the, put the cash back exactly where you found it, et cetera, et cetera, but put some caches out. I mean, that's critically important that we are all doing that. And if you haven't yet, that's okay, but you've got to start now. I would agree with you, but I'm going to give an exception to that. Something that the one thing on the page we didn't get a chance to get to today is um, maintain your geocache. Yes. If you're not going to maintain your geocache, disregard everything you just said and never hide a cache. Yeah. We yeah, don't if you're not going to maintain it. Out there, you know what I mean? 
um, that that doesn't help the community. If you put something out there and have no intention of ever maintaining it, that yeah. just brings the general level, the average cash level down because that's just more trash out there. And that's the opposite, you know, as part of putting out, and we're not going to get into maintain your geocache today, but part of it that's important besides getting permission is actually keeping up with that cash after while it's oh, out there. Absolutely. There's dangers that can come up. There's all kinds of things that can happen. Cash maintenance is just as important as all those things we talked about today. But yeah, we don't have time do to even touch that today. And we've talked about it before, but yeah, that's that's part of the that's part of that whole life cycle of you need of things you need to do. Uh, Fours Awakens put it really well, which is being an owner teaches proper maintenance, which makes you a better finder. Oh, absolutely. Plus, oh, if you've good. hit a bunch of caches. Thank it you. really helps finding caches because I know that I've been more than once to try to find a location. Yeah. Like, this is a great location to hide a cache and blam, there's a cache already there I didn't know about. Yeah. And, and I will say if, if you have an area that you want to hide a cache, you have a great idea for one permission from a landowner, but there's one that's too close. Take a look at it. I mean, if it doesn't have a ton of favorites and the cacher isn't too active, I've sent messages to them and they've archived their caches so I can put mine yeah. out. Sure. Um, so Communicate with them, and if you're nice to other cashers, yeah, they usually will they know you, or they they will, yeah, absolutely. I'll archive mine. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and get a good buddy that's a beta tester. Run yeah. the idea by them. You know, it's not ruining it for anybody. It's actually going to really enhance the whole process. If you have somebody that can help you put out a good cash, everybody needs it. That's not just for new people. That's for everybody. Yeah, I, I really try to get everybody to every single cash of mine to be beta tested before it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Cecil mentions says find an experienced cashier in your area to help you out with your first few hides. Very, oh, yeah. That's always, always wonderful. Yes. Ryan's being funny. He has placed caches. He's just saying I'll place a cash. So <laughs> yeah, I've convinced him and Michelle hats off to you. Uh, you know what? In fact, Michelle, she watched this show. Why don't you update us once you put out that cash? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll put the GC number up and everything. And yeah, I, I'd like to hear how you kind of go through and do all that. So yeah, absolutely. She'd be on four too. But uh, mm -hmm. and Tom says to smash the like button. Thank you. That always helps us as well. So I don't all think right. he, well, that right. he said smoosh, smoosh the yeah, like button. Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap up. We'll have some final. Um, I'll go around the room. We'll give everybody a, a final comment for tonight, but I do want to mention that uh, a couple things. One is obviously next Saturday, Saturday, January 30th is worldwide cash con 10 AM to 7 PM central standard time. Adjust your clock accordingly. Um, if it's, um, Headquarters time, it would be 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific. Did I get that right, Chad? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Two hours different. Yeah, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. In real time, 9 to 6. Well, if you live in somewhere mountain time. All the other imaginary made-up construct. If you're in Australia, it's 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. On Thursday. Get up with us, have breakfast, and enjoy a little worldwide cash con or wherever you are in the world. Um, one thing I do want to mention for all of everyone listening or watching tonight, 
Oh, is it 2 a.m.? Oh, my gosh. Right. Going to be a long night. Well, get up early because it's going to be, you don't want to, unless you want to stay up all night. That's good too, I guess. Um, oh, just cool. early day. That's getting up super early in the day. It is. Michelle yeah, says it's they, like my time I get up. They do have a beta tester. That's awesome. So, no, that's awesome. Perfect. But, um, final thought is that, um, yes, it is this Saturday, Tom. You know that. <laughs> Worldwide Cash Con is this yeah. Saturday. He's only been working on it for six months, but yeah. Yeah, he's only been part of it for. But here's my last thing, other than hide a cash. And as Jesse says, make sure if you hide the cash, you maintain that cash. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want to say is please, 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 please make a note for yourself to tell others about Worldwide Cash Con. However, you want to do that Instagram, Twitter, other social medias, whatever, email, um, you know, uh, write a note and, you know, put it on your neighbor's door. I don't know. It's probably not the best thing to do, but, um, tell people shout it, go to a rooftop and yell it as loud as you can. Probably not in a crowded room. That's probably not a good idea. So no, I think do that. I like <laughs> no. that point. No goofus, let's not pull do the that. fire alarm to get everybody's attention, <laughs> and then yell it no. out. Gone. No, 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 but it's yeah, to spread this information because headquarters kind of went out of their norm to work Here's with us to do this, and this uh, how this turns out may kind of uh, see if we get to do stuff like this in the future, right? Yeah. Um, so you know, this is absolutely a unique one-off experience. But the success of this could determine whether it's worth taking risks like this in the future too, right? So it's yes. I think it's important that we we spread this information as many people as we can, and hopefully, it's entertaining for a lot of people. And even if you're in Texas, you still realize that other parts of the world are really locked down right now, so they need some good entertainment. And this costs nobody. This doesn't cost anybody a dime. Yep. Or a euro, or a yen, or anything. So this is all free to everybody. We're just hoping to give some good stuff out and. Hopefully, it'll be entertaining for people all over the world. So, oh, absolutely. Pony Express, if it's still around, it's a great idea, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forza Awakens says, What's the cost of a billboard? Check your local area for a billboard and get that done. But if uh, you're going to let us know because that's awesome. Yes. Dan, I've do one of those billboards. I've I always, know. We got to do one one day. They're expensive. Give or get somebody. They are expensive, though. So maybe we can't do that. Oh, well. Do you have to get permission on that or just assume that it's no, okay? Just run up there. Just grab okay. the. Just, just, just paint over something. Pick a ladder and get up there and put a, uh, put a poster Dan's up. Dan's got a good question there. There's a Facebook post we can share. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say real fast. Um, I, there'll be There's some already, but I'll probably put another one up on the page, the Geocache Talk mm-hmm. page. Um, I would just use the links that we've, we have provided Dan. Um, so, um, they're in the show notes, so mm-hmm. you could always grab them. They'll be they're They're in the show notes. Uh, hashtag WWCC 21 for the hashtag. Uh, of course the website geocachetalk.com forward slash WWCC 21. And for the swag, it's GC swag dot com forward slash wwcc21 and on the website there's videos logos all kinds of stuff yeah free to share it anywhere we're not we're not charging anybody anything feel free to share it anywhere anybody can join in and hopefully get some 
some good entertainment out of it. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some cool giveaways. Um, oh, post a link. Yeah, I, we can post, can post that link here, Jesse, if you would, for me, sir. Oh, I think uh, Jeff did. There well, you go. Also, there we go. Um, yeah, so spread the word. That'll be yeah. like Giving away stuff. If people are into giveaways, you can mention that to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, we're giving away some Cashly, free Cashly. We're giving away Adventure Lab. Uh, we're giving away, there's um, uh, some of the vendors have provided coupons um, for substantial discounts that they're not going to give away to other people, but they, the coupon codes will be run during the conference. Um, and we really uh, appreciate all of our, all of our sponsors for the event. So mm-hmm. we're going to remind people to please go um, patron the various sponsors that have provided um, different things for us. Um, so there you go. Yep. Insta yeah. Bernie. Yeah. Bernie might be there. You never know. He might show up for our. Uh, and you know, our- while you're mentioning the patrons, I think we also need to thank it was other people, not patrons. I mean the uh, sponsors while yes, you're mentioning those, um, yeah. we also need to mention the tons of people that joined in to do videos from around the world. Yes. So it's not all just sponsors. It's not people that are, you know, business people. It's cashers from around the world. We've got a few videos from different places. Oh um, yeah. We got tons. Worldwide and, you know, once again, uh, anything we can share with all, you know, with it all over the place will be good. We, we have an incredible lineup of, places you've never you know may have never been um uh doug mccray is going to be on with us he's been to 131 countries so definitely that's our worldwide part of it for one of the hours uh we're going to do that we're showing behind the scenes items at headquarters that you've never seen because the the public doesn't get to go to parts that chad you got to go to Mm -hmm. right for the video yeah Uh, so that's important. Um, yeah, it's going to be incredible. We've got new music. We've got a concert by Steve Weeks. Um, he has got new music for us. So that's kind of cool that he's provided just for Worldwide Cash Con. I mean, I could go on and on. I can't because we're running out of time. But yeah. don't Talk miss. And we'll see everybody in less than seven days. Yes, less than seven days. The no show on Sunday because we've, we'll have spent eight hours on Saturday. Um, there'll be no show during Super Bowl weekend, which if you're not in the U.S., um, it's sort of an event. It's kind of like, you know, you know, fill in the blank for your own country of um, what everybody does at a certain time for doing things. So uh, anyway, so the event is huge. It's coming up. Please tell everybody about it. Help us out. And um, I think... What are you guys' final thoughts on tonight's topic? Oh, Chad, do you want to go first? Well, I would. Go ahead. Sure. Um, uh, anybody out there? We have a gadget talk, gadget talk, talk episode. If I could talk here, yes. Um, on Tuesday, uh, we're going to be actually reviewing the uh, listeners' caches, what they've built and sent us, um, ideas they've gotten off the shows, um, and everything like that. So we'll just be kind of going over the the listeners. Uh, uh, builds, uh, showing some pictures, giving out some GC codes, uh, anything else. If you have any questions, ask us then. Um, so that will be this Tuesday. Um, and at 6 p.m. Central, 
or I'm sorry, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Yes. Um, for that. Uh, and then, of course, obviously, you know, Saturday, uh, make sure you join us for the, the Worldwide Cash Con. Make sure you actually like and follow the page because anytime we have a video that comes up from any of the network, it will actually give you a reminder that the video is coming up. Um, even the ones that we sometimes will do a uh, just some kind of random come on yeah. live to announce something or talk about stuff. So we'll yeah. actually give you a notification that we're on. So make sure you go on there and you follow us on that page. Yeah. Thank you. Um, one last thing and I'll let Jesse give the final word, but um, if you're a trackable fan, you might find trackables that you've never seen before that are going to be possibly shared during that time that will not be shared anywhere else. So you might get to do a cool discover. So, um, so Jesse, your final thoughts. So kind of on both things, um, mm -hmm. hiding caches, uh, which we really didn't get to talk about tonight, but the, the page is what kind of spurred this episode on. Yeah. And they've done a bunch of updates. So that page, the cash under dashboard, hopefully everybody's seen all these because that means you're still active and you're hiding caches. Um, but, you know, again, Gadget Talk is out there. There's some amazing ideas on that. Puzzle Talk is out there. Challenge Talk is out there. Geocache Talk, obviously, we, you know, this show, we're trying to give information as you can, as much as we can to help everybody hide and find caches and, and all the news and stuff like that. But, I think what's if if to put any different spin on it, I would say each cache you hide could be somebody's very first introduction to geocaching. So kind of think about that when you put it out there. And like if if you wanted to introduce somebody to geocaching for the first time, would you want to take them to every single one of your hides? If you have a hide you would want to avoid, Good you point. probably shouldn't put that out there in the first place. Yeah. So think about if you're trying to introduce somebody brand new. Yeah. Would you want yours to be that that example. That and if does. it is. You probably put out a good cash. Get rid of your duds. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Archive, put a new one out there. People will find them. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we've covered it. Thank you guys so much tonight. Um, you guys, you know, you knocked it out of the park. In this case, it was a good thing to knock it out of the park. So, <laughs> all right. Here uh, we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. That's it. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.